0: Hey, man, this is Rob Lee from Mastermind Team's Robcast on mtrthenetwork.com. And what I'm here today is to talk to you, fine folks, you cats and kittens, about Mastermind Team's Robcast. It's a podcast where myself, Rob Lee, and Dan Dean break down the latest in weird news, pop culture, and entertainment. Uh, We're available on all the major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts. And what we like to do, we like to get into some of the major stories that have happened in the week in the vein of pop culture and the vein of entertainment. And when we hit the weird news, we like to hit the weird news in a segment we call New Challenger, where I challenge and test my friendships. I hide and I nest really interesting, really odd, really strange stories In a kind of Russian roulette sort of way I'll give my buddies a keyword pertaining to the story And I'll let them choose it Usually there's a dick joke in there Or spiders and Dan's arachnophobic So check us out every week on all of the major podcast platforms Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, all of that stuff And that's Mastermind Teams Robcast on mtrpodcast.com What's well, we, we, shaking? What's shiggity? This is Rob Lee from MTR, the network, mastermind teams, Robcast, and all of that good, delicious stuff. And this is Getting to the Truth in His Art. And my guest this week is noted DJ. I, I, I think I wrote down like booty or as advocate.
1: Yes. I
0: put that down as a title. I have Ducky with me today, guys.
1: Hi. Thanks so for having me.
0: Thank you for coming. Thank you for being on. So, back into that conversation. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we're, we're not even going to start off with the weird questions, because I've, I've learned, like, in the last two episodes I've done, I've gotten feedback. It's like, yo, that's a weird-ass question you asked me. Like, it's
1: good to jump out there with the weird, though. All right. But, no, but you know what? Yeah. I'll tell What was I talking about? I know what I was talking about. <laughs> so, what happened was, glorious listeners, Yeah. I asked if there were any rules to this show. Like, can I say bad words and things like this? He's like, Psh, what you mean? I'm like, yeah, it's me. No, there no rules. Do whatever. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And I told him I had to ask uh-huh. because once upon a time I did an a, uh, interview for a Baltimore Sun podcast. Um, it's called Female Trouble. Mm-hmm. And, man, it was so much fun. It was one of the best. It is the best interview that I got to do. Yeah. And in the beginning, you know how like much like we were just doing we're on air and we're kind of prepping yeah and it's like a kind of conversation recording testing levels whatever i just kept cussing by accident (laughs) and full disclosure much like now i was pretty stoned so that made it a little (laughs) that made it no i was i was less stoned than now because was the (laughs) boss so i was like let me put my shit together but that's not like new or strange so it was you know it was like okay well, uh, but I'm glad that I have no shackles to censorship no, sh- here. No, no shackles. So I don't on. have to think that hard.
0: It's, 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 <laughs> the, it's the running bit. Like, you know, I, I'm going to say it. It's going to be on my epitaph. It's going to be on the shirt. We're going to get canceled for some of the shit I've said like 10 years mm-hmm. ago. And I'm going to blame Dan because he's a white guy. I'm like, look, man, this is making up for all the bullshit that your people have done.
1: But the whole time, <laughs> due to the fact that Dan is white, he can get you out of it. Yeah. You know, that's how that works.
0: It's like what Dave Chappelle said. Every crew has a white guy. That's
1: right. On their own, they're screwed. They're, they're, uh-huh. they're, sorry, but not, you know. But, no, if you pair <laughs> an adjacent white with any person of color, especially a black person, especially a black man.
0: I, I don't know when you it's said so safe. when you said pairing. <laughs> I immediately thought food. I was like, hmm, what would go well with this? Hmm, What's I'm like a curry. Old,
1: okay, I was gonna say, well, what goes well with this delicate white man? That's creepy.
0: <laughs> He's like white rice, and yeah. I'm curry. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Maya, do you approve?
1: <laughs> Just, I do like curry. So See, there you curry's go. Curry's <laughs> good. You can't go wrong. So, so Fire
0: Island on Monument. Shout out, shout out, Ooh, to Fire Island. Food. Uh, so. Since you touched on it, there's no shackles. One of my weird questions. uh, It's a James Lipton related question. Uh, James Lipton inside the Actor Studio. He died uh, recently, and his question. One of his questions were was, uh, "What's your favorite curse word?"
1: (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Cunt. Really? Say more. It has been for a while. It was fuck. Okay. Because f like. It goes with everything. It's the most powerful of verbs. It's like the color black. Yeah. Like, it's just fuck. And it can be anything. But if you're going to use a pejorative term, and most of the time, profanity is pejorative. Like, if I'm like, you dumb fucker, you're like, whatever. You know, like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're beefing. Yeah, but you dumb cunt, hold up.
0: That has staying power. Oh,
1: it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts. And I don't know if it's just because I'm a woman or what, but ever since... Young ducky learned that word. I was like, geez, that's the one. Especially because you don't hear it that much. Yeah. Maybe, I guess that's a British folk thing. They throw that around a little bit more. But yeah, <laughs> my, I'd, I'd have, to, that's probably it.
0: My, my girl throws it out there on occasion, and I'm like, I look back, I was like, they say you're the nice one.
1: <laughs> I was like, I'm supposed to be
0: the dick. I was like, I'm thinking fucked up things. But you're just saying that in your polka dot dress.
1: Like, being cute. Mm <laughs> hmm.
0: <laughs> Looking like a brat's doll, and it's just like, yeah, cunt, cut this, cunt right here. I was like, ooh.
1: no, let me tell you this. You said that and it reminded me of this. Okay, so one of the funny things about cunt is that it's, p- <laughs> it's so derogatory, like it's, it's good. nasty. like it's just like, ew, like how blue mm-hmm. ooh, classless, but um, it's a really old term, right? It is, and much like, unlike, I guess, many old terms, like some stick around and some don't, yeah. Some lose their meaning, and and some don't. Uh huh.
0: Some get (laughs) rebranded.
1: The best one to me, and no one knows about it. And it's one of those where you know how like there's a random word that'll just crack you up for no reason. I was like, why the fuck is that so funny? It's like don't worry about it. Mine is broad. Okay. Do you know why? Why is that? Because the original original. (laughs) Because it's the rudest term, derogatory term for a woman. Yeah. Because the actual actual definition of broad, it's a butcher term. Meaning a piece of meat with a hole in it. Yo. And when I learned that a few years ago, I think maybe 10 years ago now, I was like, stop. The presses. Yo. That is the most disrespectful shit I've ever heard
0: I mean, it I ain't even going to stop using that word.
1: Listen, in fact, it, it increased a little bit more. So it's like, you dumb broad. Like, okay, you think just like, oh, it's the 20s. Yeah, see, you dumb broad. See, you know, like whatever. Everybody doing
0: a Charleston and shit.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> flapper dresses and shit. Like, oh, the broad are the door. Just doing what it is. Jay <laughs> Gatsby. Right. But when you, when you. When you think about it and realize that they was using these terms to describe these women, it wasn't just, you know, woman. Like, to me, in my head, it was like, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something on that level. Like, you know, we don't like it, but it's not. It's one of those case-by-case basis type words about how awful it is to hear. So, yeah. you know, but whatever. That's way worse. Please it, never call me a piece of meat with a hole in it. That's,
0: that's pretty, rough. pretty rough.
1: <laughs> it's just bad meat. So Hmm. on so many levels. I just,
0: uh, I just like, I, I realize like I have a look to my face that when uh, my face betrays me most days it's like somebody says some bullshit I'm like mm. mm-hmm. and I just have the wild side eye. That word is now giving me the side eye. It's like, have
1: because you're, mm. you're going back in life on every moment you heard and or mm-hmm. said broad and you're like geez. I, I, <laughs> I,
0: at, one, at one point this is ridiculous. I had a social media persona that I was some like dude from a bygone era and I was like it's just so. Any dizzy dames out here? It's just like, what the fuck are you doing, around
1: <laughs> I love it. It's the best terminology.
0: Like, I'm gonna cancel for some goofy shit like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, somebody's gonna get to googling on you. Mm-hmm. I'm but, wait. I'm. I personally am waiting for this to happen to me as well.
0: But so, so with that, right? Like, let's say <clears throat> a certain like, like unfathomable degree of like fame and notoriety presents itself, right? Okay. Because we're all from Baltimore, mm-hmm. so. Let's say you get hit with something. It's like, yo, this is going to be monumental. This so is going to mm-hmm. change it. What when they come to you like, yo, you know you're going to get canceled for X, Y, and Z, or you got to clean this up. You got to like wipe your social media history. W- what is your like approach when when fame comes to that level or what have you? What is your belief around that? Well, that's an off the cuff question, by the way.
1: No, that's also that's not the weird one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me. I think it depends on What product I am Okay Um, And therefore Based on what product I am What demographic I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. Talking to And in that sense I would go from there To figure it out Because I have a very Oh I'm not deleting shit Mm -hmm. Type of attitude I have been sitting, when to talk about sitting on the internet. Me and my friends used to joke about how your true age is really internet age. Oh, shit. Um, especially, like, for all of our generation and those younger than us because we were born with the internet. Yeah. So I was a little nerd. And, like, literally from the age of three and four back in—oh, uh-oh. Oh, shit. Care, it's fine. Like, in the early 90s, yeah. I was already literally on the internet. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that being said— there's a lot of bullshit that I've <laughs> <laughs> deposited yeah. onto the internet. Twitter alone, a decade yeah. of just. Yeah, I've had mental breakdowns on Twitter. I've, I've, I've like you know talked to people, been on politics stuff, and that's what did it. Yeah, I am and have been not so much now because crazy. Um, been involved with local politics here for the um, Baltimore City Green Party. Yeah, and there have been. A number of occasions <laughs> when the chair or you know, someone is come up to me my DMs like, hey, Ducky, real quick. Um, <laughs> you just said this, this, and this. You're doing this. You might want it. And I'd be like, no, fuck off. Yeah. You know, um, or I'd be like, hmm, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I have a big thing, especially in this era of all of this social media correction, um, owning yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if I said something, number one, if I said something at the time, I said it's because I wanted to and I meant it. That's yep. number one. So I'm not about to go back and oh, delete. Hide, make, uh-huh. um, suppress, suppress, suppress. Right. Like, not really. Um, but at the same time, I have no problem people explaining themselves, mm-hmm. you know. And honestly, look, I just gave my age low key. I'm going to be <laughs> 33 this year. Ooh, yeah. I think something like that. I, I stopped counting after 30. Yeah. Um, truly after 25 So I'm often not sure like, Anymore oh, um, But I think it's 33 this year And I'll be damned If somebody really comes To my 33 mm-hmm. year old Big age self With some tweet I drunk tweeted When I was 22 mm-hmm. Like you're problematic Let's cancel you Bitch I didn't even Have a degree yet N- <laughs> so and like, I and have like a degree And some more I've traveled the world I've done this I've done that I've learned this I've done that Blah 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 really
0: that's that's the thing like you know before the the cancellation actually got to him my approach because i enjoy being provocative i enjoy Mm -hmm. asking really wild shit because i like to press people's buttons because i think when you actually as you said before we got on mic which was very nice of you oh he's a good guy yeah and i've had people who don't even know me they listen to one thing out of context and i hate everyone i'm this i'm that and
1: context is everything. And I don't understand why that's not something that's just not easily grasped right now.
0: And so like my, my, my belief was I was going to pull a, a wild like Louis C.K. before he got canceled. Mm-hmm. Just like, eh, I'm going to do this twice now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to do this again. con con con. C- c- mm-hmm. It's going to go down the whole list the of whole thing. the George Carlin bit of these are the seven words you can't say. I'm going to say them and I'm going to say them in a different language because fuck you. <laughs> a and, of them. and my thing is, it's just like you know, when you operate with certain individuals, like for the art that I'm doing, and maybe you can attest to this as well, when you collaborate or you work with someone, the thing that they do now is like cancel adjacent, right? Where Mm. it's just like, oh, well you did some shit with this person, we're canceling them, why didn't you control their behavior? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh <laughs> <Lord.
0: laughs> so that's the thing I have to be mindful yeah. of. Yeah. Especially like we do these live shows and we've done a few here.
1: The accountability of your adjacents is mm-hmm. something that does step on you. Um I've had to deal with that before. Mm-hmm. Um some could argue now ish. But <laughs> the thing about that is it's it's part of the job. When you know which your if you have any type of common sense and you know what your distor- this you know what this world is. Mm-hmm. So if you have any type of common sense and you're dealing with anything where you or a product you represent, and when I say product, I do mean artists, any of us so you yeah. you know as a comedian, any of the rappers and your DJs, blah, blah 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 blah. You're a product. We're products. Um, so either you or what you represent, everyone is a, their own typhoon. Period. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, and fortunately. You know, as much as you can gain from the success of someone that you're, you know, involved with, you can definitely fall down Mm -hmm. any number of the slippery slopes. They also find themselves falling down. And then you are also that same demon of evil because people, you know, it's accountability, you know, to a degree. But... In my opinion, again, that falls on a big case by case basis because, yeah. you know, you're your brother's keeper, sure, but <laughs> my brother a grown ass man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, it's like ah. Uh,
0: you know what? I think I'm. Gonna, I think I found. I think you gave me an, a thing that I can say now because I always have a tr- I always have trouble introducing any show that I'm on because I'm like, oh shit, go mm-hmm. comedy be intro. it be entertaining or whatever, and. You're right. We're, we're products. We're this. We're, we're that. We're presenting either a brand or whatever, right? What's going on consumers this is your boy Rob here? here. Let's start calling people consumers. Mm-hmm. What's going on sheep?
1: No, that's it. No, I, <laughs> Sheep may scare people away. Trying to get that wool, baby. I mean, that's what it is, though it's rough Sorry. Oh, poor poor sheep Peter's gonna be mad at you now see look you're see, r- racking get, him up mm-hmm. that's good though all you need is Peter to be mad at you and then you're off
0: get that uh what is it Jimmy's famous that's, t- the,
1: that's, <laughs> the, that's the that's the magical Baltimore meteor of success That that's the type of success we get you know getting large entities get, pissed off at us for being uncouth
0: what's going on dummies yeah. like,
1: fuck you mean dummy <laughs> I love it
0: so alright um let's see let's, let's get into like your, your your genre. Let's get to your stuff. Okay. Um
1: whatever that is.
0: What are what are some of your influences creatively?
1: Ooh, creative influences. Well yeah. certainly, um goodness. Every every DJ I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I grew up here. Good old Baltimore, yeah You And ew, you say I'm
0: East Where? I've oh, yeah.
1: been I've been in East Baltimore a lot recently because uh-huh. I started driving Lyft like all good DJs and musicians do <laughs> because a <laughs> uh, passion don't pay the bills um, <laughs> oh, but shit. East Baltimore is really weird man I'm I'm a Park Heights West Baltimore type.
0: That's where my mom's from, so okay, yeah, yeah. cool.
1: So you know it's it it's twenty minutes down the street, but uh-huh. I might as well be in another country. And you're not wrong. Th- this has always fascinated me about this wonderful city, like it's right there but it really is two completely different places
0: and it's very hard to explain it to people like
1: you think we're exaggerating like we are just saying it's like no 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 no, it looks, looks different it smells different it
0: was four years in high school I mean college trying to explain it to people at Morgan yeah. it's it <laughs> just like mm-hmm. it's like yo like look you're not New York yo it's like look East Side and West Side is very different I just want you to understand that
1: so imagine that struggle and conversation Amongst the wonderful fellow black people I went to Towson
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So trying to
1: have that (laughs) Trying to have that same conversation But from the county angle Yeah Or just who knows Because these people from like Idaho Or whatever And it's like (laughs) Potato ass (laughs) Yeah It's like you just I'm just not going to explain it Just trust me when I say And trying to explain to them That even though Towson University Is Towson University Is still York Road I'm like y'all have to understand You on York Road (laughs) I'm like but listen (laughs) You're on York Road. No. Hop in the car real quick. Right, let's just go with like seven blocks this way. And they're like, oh my God. Such a weird place. Where's his legs? Oh Sorry, that's rough. No, my God. <laughs> that's not rough. That's good. See? More than that. Look.
0: I mean, would I, would I leave from like <laughs> I, I live currently I bought a house in the neighborhood I grew up in in like East Baltimore like not too far from Hopkins Medical Campus okay. and I see a stark increase in like wheelchairs and canes when I leave one side of North Avenue to the other it like,
1: just, it's it's like a what the fuck is happening it's like a, a switch mm-hmm. much like the switch Um, what is it it's Northern Parkway in Cold Spring <laughs> Mm-hmm. That area, Northern Parkway and Park Heights. Once you cross that, yo, (laughs) it's just like the East Baltimore, West Baltimore thing. It's just a different Baltimore. Anyway, sheesh. (laughs) Let me get back to the freaking question. What are my influences? (laughs) Yeah, so I was, I was born and raised here, and um, the radio raised me a little bit too, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I remember the first time I was just telling somebody the story. I remember the first time I heard. A DJ blend and conceptualized what was happening mm-hmm. with what I was listening to, because I was I always listened to the radio. So hearing you know club music and everything, nine two Q's been mm-hmm. back then. We had V one o three.
0: Yes, we did. You yeah. know,
1: and you know picking up also the DC station. I remember first time I heard go go. I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, this is I, just drums.
0: I wasn't here for
1: it. Yeah, no, not so much. But I am now. I guess that's somebody told me old age did that. I don't know. <laughs> Just like all the all the DC people start liking house music when they turn a certain age. Mm. We start liking go go. Mm-hmm. Apparently,
0: okay, that sounds about right. That yeah. could be
1: a solid trade off. I'll I'll accept that. Go go costs more. So many drums. It's like I mean, twenty two drums.
0: I got I got into like like house music like cause, house
1: music is the shit. Because
0: like like my girl is older than I am, and like you know it's like I was in college when this song came out, so mm. she was like in like Spellman when like Doodoo Brown came out and shit. Oh, shit. And she was just like, I was moving to Baltimore, so it was down in Atlanta. I felt like it followed me up to Baltimore and shit. I was like, say oh, yeah. more. Oh,
1: Baltimore and Atlanta, uh, <laughs> what's it called? The highway trade-off. It's like a secret tunnel. <laughs> yeah. We're like the same city. Uh-huh. Like, low-key. But, um, but no, that was, a, that was a big one. All right, so, the art of, wait, that's right. I was going to tell that story. Yeah. It was, I was in sixth grade, and I was Riding in the car Coming back home my, my mother went to Pick up my father From work And every Every night They would let me listen To the radio I, I've loved music Since you could love A thing okay. So Getting to listen To the radio In the car And pick the freaking Station is a big <laughs> deal yeah. To 12 And 13 year old Megan Like this is a big deal Alright so They let me do this And I'm listening To 92Q And every night um, Nick and night Yeah That was the DJ She had a hot eight at eight. And if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> it was K-Swift on the radio who had the mixed in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, after Hot 8, whatever, DJs would DJ. Right? Yeah. Eventually, there'd be club music. But on this particular night, I guess it was just a random cool night I caught it. They weren't just playing club music. They were just playing music music. And, wow, at this moment, I forgot what instrumental it was, but forgot about Dre was out. Yeah. And it's fire, actually. And she was playing... The forgot about Dr- oh, and I was the biggest Eminem fan. Yeah. At the time, me and Eminem had the same birthday. Like, you <laughs> cannot tell me that like back then in 1999 or whatever, <laughs> Eminem was not the man. And I don't, I don't have too much to say about his antics lyrically now. Yeah. It starts to get a little hazy for me after like his third album, like, so wow, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't speak on it. But, but <laughs> those first three, no, yeah. that was my shit, and mixed it with some, I, um, some instrumental, and I was listening. And I was like, what am I listening to? Yeah. This is not the song. This is this is that song, but it's with this beat. My best friend was in the car. We were, she like, what the fuck are you so hype for? Like, she, <laughs> was, she literally was kind of like, what? And I was like, yo, but do you not hear what's
0: happening? Yo,
1: <laughs> there's, a, oh my God. And I was like, oh, a DJ. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So that kind of opened a thing for me that, no. It didn't open the can It presented the can On the shelf Right in front of me Yeah And I stared at that can For years And never opened it And that's dumb of me But I guess it was one of those things That had happened Because mm-hmm. Who are your influences That is the technical answer The uh, Non-technical <laughs> answer What's the name of the class it's not pra- That's like the practical The lecture yeah. Version Is my parents Okay both of my parents have a really I'm not going to say strange, but unique taste in music. Okay. They both love music immensely, but I'll just put it to you like this. As a black girl, I ain't hear that much black music. Black music. I do, yeah. Black music, quote unquote. I'm doing the quote unquote. Yeah, thing yeah. For a wonderful <laughs> Very common I see. Yes. Um because my mother is very into like pretty much pop music. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time, um and my father was kind of too uh, about daddy. Oh, I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care. They know the deal. They know. What's um, good. My father, he who was it? There was the Jackson Five, mm-hmm. and then there was the white version of the Jackson Five. Oh shit! What was their? Who, what was their name?
0: Were they siblings?
1: No, not the Beach Boys, because there was more of them. Um, damn, why don't I remember right now? Hmm, hmm, hmm. Terrible DJ. I,
0: I remember, like, like, back in the day, like, early 90s. Like
1: the Bengals? Is that in the thing? No. Bengals ba- were women, I think. Yeah, that was girls. That's not that. Hmm, like, DJ.
0: Hazy Shade of Winter or something like that? No. I'm bugging. I don't know.
1: Meh. Music. The point is, <laughs> that was his favorite. Sure. All yeah. right, you feel me? He picked that over during <laughs> Jackson 5. I dig it, yeah. So... Eclectic is me, period, okay, yeah. because I had so much, as compared to my peers, a uh, wider sense of music, like mm-hmm. in all genres, like Big George Michael, yeah, you yeah. know, like, freaking, I was listening to Nine Inch Nails way earlier than I could, because, oh, mommy likes rap music, I yeah. mean, I'm sorry, rock music, she didn't like rap music too much, so I'm growing up listening to Marilyn Manson, yeah, you know, and like, stuff like that, Spin it. pretty much everything except for what rap was doing at the time and mm. hip hop was doing at the time. Um, so w- all of this is why, if you ask me what kind of DJ I am, it's mm. a really hard question for me to answer. And I just, I'm happy somebody created the open format term yeah. because I will pull all of that music inherently. Um, I grew up into hip hop. Like, you know, I taught myself how to be black. It's excellent <laughs> and wonderful. Yo, like, no. And that was, that was my relationship with the music. Yeah. I- all the other music was given to me. That, my favorite rap music and hip hop and all that, again much around the same time, by the time I was like ten, eleven, twelve, twelve, thirteen-ish, yeah. I was able this is music I got on myself. Mm-hmm. I myself was like, Oh, I wanna hear this and was able to find it. The Napster came and then I just been a pirate forever. <laughs> <Play> that, <that's- laughs> and man, I found everything and I held on to all that. Again, the can was on the shelf yeah. and eventually I was given the opportunity. And it was like, no, I should have been a DJ. And my friends used to tell me that all the time. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is definitely your niche. Like, you love music yeah. too much. Like, and I just,
0: like it came it, when it came. It's, it's interesting. Like, when you find, I guess, what your thing is, that kind of goes left for what you're supposed to listen to. Right. So, like. You know, I, I as every black guy from Baltimore that's of a certain age, we had rap dreams.
1: Of course. I was I was a
0: terrible rapper in high school, Congrats. and and uh, but some of the stuff I was listening to was not really rap. Like I was listening to like the Doors and fucking like Santana stuff that right. my dad was listening to. Right. Like you know when he was my age and when I went to uh, when I went to Morgan, like I Dan and I the genesis of our friendship came from me recognizing he was straight edge. Mm. Because I was listening to punk music mm-hmm. and the bravery at the time. He's like, How the fuck do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. I was like, Don't judge a book by its cover. Right. Meh, meh, meh And just left, you know? And it, it's, it's just that thing when you have um, just an interest in music and an interest in, jo- in a genre, in, in different genres, you kind of just do a deep dive. So, like, Oh my
1: gosh, yes.
0: When someone's like, What do you listen to? It, it's, I was like, It's just a tapestry. A yeah. bunch of different shit Like I'll have fucking like, What do you listen to? Music Yeah like All of it I've been listening to More <laughs> jazz recently But then mm. it'll be like Classical music it would be like free jazz Then like classical And then it'll be like Depeche Mode Yeah
1: And the next thing you know You're in a mosh pit
0: Well Yeah Maybe c- Too big for all that Just Just wanna start mean? doing Wrestling moves
1: I mean yeah That's that's still the same thing That happens You just start <laughs> flinging Flinging punks Out the circle They're uh, used to it
0: um. So let's Is there see. Health insurance you, for that? You've hit this. You've hit this. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. Let's see. Um. What would you say are three things you need to get into that kind of creative like scope? Like, look, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna buy like these records. So happy. I'm gonna get these songs as for for what I'm gonna be playing, or just to even come up with something. Like for me, for me to get ready to do a podcast or edit a podcast or something like that. I need to not listen to any podcast for one Mm -hmm. i probably need some weed and uh i need a drink Mm -hmm. so like for you to get in your right rhythm what are three things that you need to put out the best content that you can put out
1: well what am i doing am i djing or am i making music how about both you know what how about both because it is, is when i when that came out of my mouth i was like why are you acting like it's not the same thing because it's the, same, it's the same thing. And it's the same process. So, okay, boom, let's pretend I'm about to go DJ a party. Sure. Um, I smoke weed a lot. I kind of need to, quote, unquote. You get it. It's not a quote, but it is the whole anxiety thing. The doctor said so. The doctor said it was fine so <laughs> there was no know, quotes on that one, that one no there weren't quotes on that one the doctor not even the doctor the therapist doctor was like girl go ahead you do what you need to do yeah. that's fine yeah like if that's what so there's that and um man if i'm really about to get turned up and it's like the weed is necessary sure but that is when it's like okay let's get some drinks Mm-hmm. Like a shot or two. Yeah, and then it's like, oof. there have been times that I have <laughs> accidentally consumed a little too much. Huh. That's rare, and I know how to get through it. I just found that, that well, what happens is I can't see. Mm. So usually on stage DJing, if I'm DJing at like say I'm like at the Crown or something, like any like the most frequent place that you might see me, just an like average, you know, like the freaking lights. Are so damn bright. And that's nice that they want to illuminate us so people see us sweating. All that does is make me sweat and blind me. (laughs) So if I'm on stage, I can see, like, maybe the first two rows of people. And then I can see the bar in the back. (laughs) Add alcohol blindness on top of that. That decreases this. So I can see people... But more importantly, my screen because I use um mo- mo- most of the time my laptop. Yeah, I can't see those words. Shit. I can't see those songs. So I'll, those have been times I've had a friend and I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> "What's <laughs> find, this one right here?" Find this song and they're like, "Okay, <laughs> type in it in gotcha. for me." we like, I can't see. Load it up. I got it. Thanks. Um, but no, that's pretty much it. And I don't want to make it. That makes me saying that makes me feel bad though because I don't want to make it sound like it's one of those things where I can't turn it up without you know, I need alcohol, man. Like, because that's kind of lame. And it's a bad trap to fall into. And it's an easy trap to think that you're in as well. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I have I've I have fallen into that trap. It's like, no, um, unless this is like a kitty party, because I've, you know, DJ the elementary schools. Get that the juice summer box camp. real quick. Yeah, you know, obviously that is like, no, we're sober, we're at work. You yeah. know, we're like corporate events. That's a different mindset. But when it's like that type of party, it's like, are you really, really, really about to sit and act like, oh, I can't do this unless, mm-hmm. oh, is so depressing, and it's so MTV behind the music later, and that's <laughs> all I remind myself of. A funny thing about yeah. me, and it's true, because... MTV raised me too If, if you want to throw Another influence into that and I'm yeah. not, I was MTV's biggest fan August 1st 1981 Like Don't Like I had <laughs> All the stats All the time I, I was obsessed With MTV I knew Got VJ trading cards Listen to me I was like This is where I'm going to end up God damn it If there's anything I want to work for MTV I something It was the greatest thing But then music videos died That's, the a, that's an issue Internet killed The yeah. video star.
0: Funny how that works Right mm-hmm.
1: And you know That went away Rest in peace MTV But I I forgot why I brought up MTV Just now
0: VJs, maybe Or
1: It was something About an influence But What happened Thank you, you Boom to, see? see that's why uh-huh. That's why you're here Man cause that's The easy one For me to lose Cause that was really off. But anyway Um <laughs> Every behind the music thing, every episode you watch because I, I watched that VH one's the same thing. Yeah, the story kinda goes the same way. It's like a parabola <laughs> effect of yeah. They start off and yeah, it's cool and everything's awesome and then they turn up a whole fucking line mm-hmm. world tour and girlfriend and somebody leaves and then uh, alcohol or coke or in any of the cool things yeah. and then depression because somebody did too much.
0: Then there's hair plugs and tight
1: jeans later. Yeah, somebody goes to rehab, and after rehab, maybe they get back together, or maybe they don't. But the band's never the same, you know. So I've always been like, okay, (laughs) I have to always behave with the understanding that one day, there may or may not be a behind-the-music story (laughs) of Ducky Dynamo. You never know. And I tell, I, I tell people this. I told, you know, when I used to consult for like a lot of artists around yeah. here, I would tell them that like when they got into their zone, you know, and they're like, no, this is, you know, what I'm doing. I'm, book, I'm, I'm, I'm booked for shows and yeah. making music or, you know, I'm on tour and stuff like that. It's like, cool, cool, cool. But just remember, one day Or especially when Fucked up stuff happens Like somebody Car get broken into Adversity Or yes Those things Like this is This is one of those things This is one of those things That they like Cut and wait for commercial break Cause it's like <laughs> Fuck this happens it's Like oh no What's gonna happen next So you have to hold on But you have to be mindful One day Some of this shit Might end up mm-hmm. <laughs> In your behind the music story And you do not want it To be the end Of your behind the music story
0: I had this running bit because I was on a, a Kanye West like coke rant at one point, mm. and I was like, "Fucking podcasters are the next rock stars, motherfuckers. That's right. We the culture." I, I was just running my mouth <laughs> and shit, and my boy was just like, "How many co-hosts have you gotten rid of?" I was like, "Fuck." He's like, "You're behind the music story. It's gonna be just different co-hosts." It's like, just, "Yeah, you know, Rob just one. <laughs> really got real loose one day, and he, he was drinking too much Japanese whiskey and smoking mm-hmm. too much of the
1: Kush, the sake."
0: And so I, was, I just wanted to see that happen. I want to get. S- to a certain degree of fame that that can happen because I think it would be hilarious just to see like, wow, we've come so far.
1: That's what social media did for us though. Yeah. Social media made us those little rock stars because that's how to help people act and that's how to help people treat you, especially when you do get to a point where people know you. Mm-hmm. And as crazy as it sounds, my mother laughs at me about this. She's laughed at me about it for years about <laughs> the, the popularity thing because mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm a people person, but if you know me, I kind of hate most people you get l- a little bit. Um, so me being a popular person, I always used to like people would ask, "Were you popular in high school?" And I would respond, "Popular by definition," mm. in the fact that a lot of people know my name, and yeah. I know a lot of people's names. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the yeah, popular we, I'm pop, I'm eat, we, <laughs> I, like that just wasn't my shit. Yeah, but. I am in over the past few years got to the point where I literally can't go outside without running into somebody I know.
0: I, when I saw I you at con, I was like, D- should I even say hello? I was like, no, please.
1: <laughs> and that's another one of those things. I love seeing people that I know. And because I'm not. It's like different worlds of popularity because yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm a weird person man and I've been <laughs> in a lot of circles a lot of different things I yeah. have a lot of different interests and much like you were saying when you find something you like you dive into it yeah, yeah. I we get involved like I said I, I've been in politics I've been in every club you know I've been in every circle of video games you could find like you know and just just because I'm not bragging or anything. Yeah. I hope I don't sound like that. That's awful. But <laughs> <laughs> but that whole so many people know you, that's just so many people watching you. Right. And the more people watch you, mm-hmm. the more one of them people just because of their perception of who you are, they people one of the hardest things that I've had to learn, and not hard in the sense of it was difficult to learn, but it was like whoa. When it finally hit me is people's perception of you, how much people watch you and how much people actually not look up to you, but see you as a voice. Mm -hmm. Therefore, when you get to acting up on your normal (laughs) Thursday night shit, they're just watching you like, oh, my God. can't believe you would say that. "Uh, Yeah. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Like, I'm not.
0: Like I'm a person
1: Yeah Yeah. And that whole thing happens The more popular you get And the more people have access to you Therefore the more social media are involved in you. Mm-hmm. You know, It's like stuff like that And then like you The podcast So it's like people hear you all the time It's like
0: It's every now and again Like My When it comes to this thing my My brother is He's like would you have that one dude that's not the yes man in your group mm-hmm. yo shit was whack nigga mm-hmm. he'll say shit like that to me but he's listened to every episode he's like exactly yo i remember back in like two thousand 2012 right you said this i was like why do you remember that specific factoid and he's like seems like your positions changed a little bit in the last eight years i'm like uh all right so this is what we're doing shocker
1: yeah you know what's funny about that, that? i earlier because i like to do research. definitely you researched me went on Spotify and I listened to like no don't take me too many pokes on the phone for me to feel like finding I definitely think it was like the first episode okay yeah that was like a long time ago
0: it was forever ago yeah
1: and I was like damn
0: yeah people. I talk to people, I say, I've oh been doing God. it this long. It
1: has been that long. Oh, my gosh. Congrats. Well, thank fuck? you. No better like, at it, for by the way. To, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, for you to stick. Oh, I'm not saying it's like a bad. I, I, I made that sound because I was going to say for you to stick with it that long is, like, fucking awesome. Yeah. But that I hate hearing that, too, because then it makes it sound like. Ugh, this is what you decide to do with your time. Right. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's not what it's about. Because this isn't one of those, oh, you don't know how to quit type mm-hmm. of things. And that's how people like to carry it's,
0: it's all that, of our art. It's that Japanese thing that, it, what is it, The thing is or Abby. It's like, this is the thing you get up in the morning and it's the right. thing that keeps saying, right. all right, I need, I'm still interested in doing this. Right, I it's used to. Pull. I used to get, and we'll be wrapping up in a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I used to get this thing um, when I was out there dating It's like Oh would you just record In your mom's basement Like a loser That was a thing Right
1: Right And, and it was I'm just like, like
0: Watch it And then Yeah I mean I had I had um, We did Light City Like when Light City Happened or what have you and, the first one? Um the most recent one. Okay, the last one. And uh the guy one of the guys that was running things, he, you know, he was like taking people under his wing or what have you, and he said some real spicy shit to me. And he was like, Yeah, you're kind of a beta male or what have you. And he said that spicy Hello? shit. <laughs> my my whole attitude changed. Is he from
1: here? How
0: yeah. dare he, he's relatively local. And Sheesh. I was like, look, motherfucker, one one fuck. minute, one fucking minute. And he was just like, Oh, okay, that's just your line right there. And I'm like bigger than him, but we're close to the same size. He turned into a it's like when a dog's tail is between their yes. legs. He's like, all right, a all right. We'll, we'll leave podcasts alone for now. <laughs> Moving on to acting. Right. I was like, I'm not an actor, my G. Let's move no. to something else.
1: People, so there's that perception thing.
0: So in it, um, let's see. Um, I got like maybe two questions. And then okay. we had the social medias and all of that good stuff. Okay, okay. Some people can come after you and bug you and all of that. I love it. Um, so y- I think you kind of touched on it, but maybe expound um, if you like. Um what would you say is a piece of advice that maybe you got in pursuing some of your creative ambitions that you feel like you would impart on someone that's chasing their, their thing, that thing that, they, that just, you know, that you're like, all right, I'm always going to look back at that. And when I'm having like a down in a dumps or some adversity or whatever around it, this is what told me to keep going.
1: Staying true to yourself. Okay. That's it. Um, yeah. The fun trick about that is none of us know who we are. It is always constantly a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So the important thing about that is to check in every so often and be like, am I still doing the thing that I want to do? Yeah. Did it change? Did it grow? Did it shrink? And then recalibrate as necessary. Because a lot of people will get stuck on, look like, say you you today at the end of this was like, you know what, Ducky? You inspire me. I want to DJ. And I'm like, okay. And we teach you how to DJ. And yeah. So now you about to be DJ Rob. Be that's day. That would be awesome. <laughs> look, I teach you. Look, but um, six months from now, you're not going to maybe necessarily have the goals if yeah. if if you you know learned and was able to do stuff, but you might just only remember that. Yeah. So it's like it's really important to stay true to who you are right now and don't feel bad if that's not who you were six months ago, because you're not a trader or anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good piece of advice. It's it's uh, one of the things that uh, you talk to the, the different therapists in the therapy circles. They was like, are you being congruent with your values? Right. And, you know, and that's they the can thing change. that you got to check in. They yeah. can
1: change. And especially, again, we're talking cancelling culture and we're talking, <laughs> you know, if, if if this is money, yeah, you know, if, is this something you're doing? Is this what's keeping lights on? Is this what's yeah. feeding the babies? Is this what's, you know, keeping gas in your car? That'll make you Oh, shit will change so quick.
0: Like, I told these motherfuckers, it's like, y'all die for this shit, throwing Listen, mics at people.
1: No, for real. It's like when this becomes something that is, when it crosses the hobby gap, mm-hmm. it's really, 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 really important to understand that. And then understand that people are gonna treat you differently. Yeah. It's hard being the, oh no, I need to put food on the table. In a circle of Yay This is what I'm just doing On my Wednesday nights Cause yeah. I have time to LOL Mom's paying for it <coughs> You know Type thing And vice versa When you're just here Because it's something You want to dabble in But you're in a room Full of You know Sharks Who yeah. live and breathe This shit It's like mm-hmm. So you know That's one of those things Stay true to yourself And kind of everything else I've found If you do stay true Will more or less Fall into place for you Hopefully Unless you're just Off your mark In awesome. the beginning But
0: <laughs> that's good thank you
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, the last question I have it's more of a shameless plug opportunity cool so what do you have coming up shows all of that good stuff social media all so, of that good stuff okay boom bam
1: so I'll do the social media first man alright social media is really really interesting <laughs> and easy because my social media is Ducky Dynamo okay on everything I, I made it that easy. I don't have a thousand underscores doing it for you or like that. I did so that's Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, even good old Mixcloud, Spotify. I do actually have a song on Spotify. Good shit. A club's a club song. We should use it for the intro. <laughs> it's actually an intro song. Oh my gosh, you could. There's children in it. Fine. I'm exploiting the youth. They're all happy about it, though. They told me. Um, <laughs> shout out to the Philly uh, Girls Rock Camp gotcha. that I hang out in every summer. But anyway, um, so find me there to find my jams. And especially follow me on Instagram if you're interested in seeing where I am because that is where I post all of the things coming up. Um, tomorrow evening, I am DJing a friend of mine and another friend of mine's 30th birthday party. It's this awesome place. Yeah. And people should definitely come. Um, again uh, look on my Instagram for that because it's one of those things where we don't with the addresses sometimes
0: hit the gram for the latest
1: hit the gram for the latest Um, actually that should be a tagline (laughs) it should that's it Um, next week um, on the 12th I am DJing a party. is called The Function, hosted by Josh Stokes. Mm-hmm. It'll be an invisible majority. That's where Blackstar hangs out now. Really? Yeah. Good shit. In fact, I'm DJing with him. Woo. <laughs> this is a Wednesday night turn up, though. Not though. You and? know, it, And, right. So it like, depends, because some people are like, oh, Thursday, I'm old. On Wednesday, I'm old. And some people are like, woo, Wednesday. Washed it's the new Wednesdays. Friday. Listen. <laughs> it's okay. Like, if you just come out for the happy hour, and then you know, that's it. Um, And then next Saturday, on the... I think that's Saturday, 14th.
0: That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. Because Friday um, the 13th. It's like, right.
1: yeah. <gasps> is it?
0: Man, and, and that's when this episode dun, will dun, dun,
1: like. damn. Spooky, spooky. Okay, yeah. well, pretend I'm saging the room, and I wish everyone <laughs> health and wealth and protection from the tricks of dexophobia folk. Um, bruja, bruja, bruja. That's right, <laughs> all that. Um, cast spells. Um, <laughs> I am DJing a all-lady type lineup event. It'll be... At a fancy place called City Beach, you Yeah. It. you can find that. It's um, there are performers, and there's DJs, but again, we're all ladies and beautiful and hot, so it's going to be pull up, pull up, eat. <laughs> and then that's all the plugs I'll do. I think that's that's all I remember. Y'all can book me for more things, I, that's hit, fine too.
0: Hit the IG for the most, for the latest and greatest. Yes, well, that's it. That's all I have. Okay. I want to thank you for being on Getting to the Truth in this Art. Thank you. Uh, for Ducky, this is Rob Lee saying, man, art is everywhere in Baltimore. You just gotta everywhere.
1: Look you can't not miss it. Later. Later.